There are some things you cannot explain. Supernatural occurrences, disturbing creatures, or haunted locations. These happen everywhere, even in Alabama. I'm Will Hopper, and this is Paranormal Alabama. Hey, y'all. That's right, I said y'all, and I'm from the South. Am I not quirky? That's so funny, isn't it? Remember when, why does every Southerner think that's like the funniest thing ever? Like Paula Deen like made her whole career by just saying y'all and adding butter to stuff. Anyway, <laughs> hey y'all, it's Will Hopper back with Paranormal Alabama. This is of course episode seven. Um, so we've covered all of it so far, really. We've covered aliens, ghosts, demons, um, you know, a little bit of everything. But we haven't really touched the cryptids yet. And that's basically one-third of the paranormal triangle uh, outside of, you know, technologically advanced aliens, uh, spiritual um, ghosts and demons and stuff. And then you got this point, which is like natural things. Um, or maybe not natural. I mean, it depends on what a cryptid is. But for uh, for our purposes today, a cryptid is just going to be a crazy little critter. that <laughs> A crazy little critter that's... Uh, been hiding out in the woods somewhere. Bigfoot himself is like the most famous cryptid or uh, cryptid animal or whatever you want to call it. Anyway, today, so we've got uh, no one to interview. Uh, no one no one was willing to go on record with me about the Mobile Wolf Woman or the Wolf, wolf Woman of Davis Avenue. Um, basically, uh, you know, it's a cryptid from Alabama and it, it was in the 70s. Not a lot of people or, you know, willing to talk about it. I've, I've seen a couple uh, articles written about it and a couple people who keep talking about her. But, um, you know, I couldn't really secure anyone for an interview for this episode. So it's just me talking. Um, this is kind of a first for Paranormal Alabama besides the pilot episode. Uh, but, um, but, yeah, I did a little recording, so I've got it all ready. And I hope you guys enjoy what I did. I really enjoyed talking about it. Uh, but, you know, I guess I can never really tell what the audience will think of it. So hopefully you like it, guys. Just let me know. Uh, hit me on social. Tell me what you thought of it. I really uh, want some feedback for this episode because it's kind of probably a new, like a new direction for the podcast. Okay. Thank you. And here we go. right we are here talking about the alabama excuse me <laughs> the mobile wolf woman or the wolf woman of mobile um this is a case that i've wanted to look into for a long time now uh whenever you google up paranormal alabama or alabama paranormal activity or alabama cryptids specifically alabama cryptids you get an image uh from a newspaper clipping from 1971 um, I could not find the name of the newspaper for any reason, I, for whatever reason, I mean, I could not find the actual name of the specific newspaper that aired this illustration, but for whatever reason, this image stuck, and it's this kind of cartoony um, image of a woman's face, <laughs> and she's got kind of um, Dr. Seuss hands, I guess they were just trying to make, make it seem like she had hairy hands or whatever, anyway, um, this image is kind of stuck out as the cryptid for Mobile, the Wolf Woman. Um, now, Mobile is a town in Alabama or a city or whatever. Uh, it, 
it's not my favorite place to go. You know, I, I don't um, I don't I don't have to go to Mobile unless I don't go to Mobile unless I have to. Basically, nothing's wrong exactly with Mobile. Uh, I just there's so many better places to be in Alabama. Uh, Florence is one, Huntsville, Birmingham, even Gunnersville, where I'm from, Gunnersville. Uh, they're just better. They're just better places to be. But I will say, Gunnersville doesn't have like a cryptid attached to it or anything like that. It doesn't have like you know the Gunnersville Lake Monster or like. <laughs> um, even if it was like, dude, even if it was like a little tiny plastic dinosaur stuck in the water, I would enjoy that. You know, I would be so all up into that. I'd be interviewing people and just, you know, they'd be like, oh, it was a hoax. And I would say stuff like, oh, just keep it going. Keep it going. It's fun. It's fun. Keep it going. Whatever. I don't care. I don't care if you're hoaxing me. Just get, just tell me. If Gunnersville had like a Nessie type creature or like a Loch Ness monster, the Lake Gunnersville, the Loch Gunnersville monster, we could do this guys. Hold on. Let's pause everything about this stupid wolf woman and let's think about Gunnersville for a moment. <laughs> let's let's fake. Okay, whatever. I'm getting off, I'm getting off I'm getting off topic. I shouldn't do this, and I shouldn't I shouldn't admit to faking a, a cryptid. So okay, it was actually in April, early weeks of April, 1971. Multiple multiple witnesses called in uh, to the police and to the press about what looked to be a woman with the bottom half of a wolf. So, if you're like me and you like to uh, visualize things, um, the creature is like a mermaid, for instance, or like a like a centaur, I guess. But instead of horse or fish, it's it's wolf. Um, now, this uh, this is what I'm going to read from it's it's al.com from the wonderful Kelly Kazik, who deals in like uh, Alabama oddities and Alabama weird stuff. Um, she's she's one of my favorite people uh, writing about Alabama cryptozoology <laughs> or writing about just weird stuff in Alabama. Not even all the time. Her stuff is not even paranormal. It's just kind of weird and true. Um, but, you know, this this was something that uh, is right up her alley. So she wrote this article and I'll link to it in the show notes in the description and everything just so you guys can go read it for yourself. She's got a great uh, she's a great writer. She has a great, um, you know, voice behind her work. But I'm going to read this section of the article just so um, you're more kind of informed on like what the newspaper said and like what the um, what the kind of general tone for the article that was written. Obviously, we have a clipping of the article, but it's uh, it's hard to read and everything like that. So I've just got this um, recreation and this kind of like synopsis from Kelly Kazik over at AL.com. Again, thank you to AL.com for uh, courtesy to AL.com for this article or for half of this article. <clears throat> the half-wolf, half-woman creature so frightened the citizenry of Mobile that people began calling the press register to report the sightings. On April 8, 1971, the newspaper reported the phenomenon, complete with a drawing of the creature uh, convinced by a newspaper illustrator. Listening to as many as 50 phone calls the press register had received day and night in approximately a week, you wonder if perhaps there isn't something actually out there. Witnesses described the creature as pretty and hairy. The top half was a woman, and the bottom half was a wolf. An unnamed teenager is quoted as saying, My daddy saw it down in a marsh, and it chased him home. Now my mommy keeps all the doors and windows locked. <laughs> How jealous you gotta be. Okay, something was going on with that ma'am, where she was just like, Stephen, you, you can't be cheating on me with a wolf woman. Stephen, doors and windows locked. Everyone's... In their house. Stay in the house. 
I can you really blame her though? She <laughs> this poor woman this poor woman just heard Jolene and she's thinking that every single female creature is gonna take her man away. It'll be okay, lady. You don't <laughs> you can have more faith in your I hope that you can have more faith in your husband than that. I don't you know, I don't know. Um anyway, sorry about that. We continue. One witness had heard the creature had escaped from a circus sideshow. That would make sense. Um, the reporter said the fear of witnesses seemed real, although the initial reports would have begun on April Fool's Day. The police were getting calls too, and although officers would not make an official comment, they did investigate to determine what exactly Mobile citizens were seeing. Sightings on uh, half-wolf, half-human creatures have been reported throughout history, with werewolves being the most common inc incarnation. Uh, the legends of anthropomorphic creatures stem from American Indian folklore and capture the imagination. Within de uh, days, sightings of the wolf woman mobile uh, stopped and have not been reported since. I saw somewhere that 10 days after, there was no more sightings. Um, so, okay, so that's our, that's our baseline knowledge. First of all, pretty and hairy. What girl in the, se in the 70s wasn't pretty and hairy? You don't have to. You don't have to keep listening if you don't want to. I'm um, just kidding. Um, so we've got a pretty interesting case here. Not a lot of evidence um, in this case so far, but it is fascinating. Um, just the kind of originality of it, right? Like it's it's not like um, it's not like someone claimed they saw Bigfoot. Here's my question to here's my question to the audience. If um, if you saw the Wolf Woman, the Wolf Woman of Mobile, if you're walking home from the marsh, I don't know what that teenager's dad was doing. Maybe he was cheating on his wife. Let's just let's just take the wife's side for a second here. Hold on, hold on. Men ain't crap. We know this. We know this. Men, men are men are awful cheaters. I don't blame that woman for locking them up and, and keeping the doors and windows closed. Any kind <laughs> any kind of temptation, the man's taking his clothes off probably. This has been a very charged, sexually charged episode, hasn't it? Um, anyway, so we move past the sexually charged stuff into <laughs> the sexually charged question. Um, fellas, if you saw the woman with a wolf body, or the wolf bottom half, would you approach? It depends on how pretty she is, right? Like, do you ask her a question? What if she can't talk? What if she just howls at you or growls at you? But to be fair, I, I wouldn't be as afraid of the wolf woman as I would like a normal wolf. You know, the scary parts of the wolf are all up front in my mind, like uh, the teeth and the claws. I mean, she's still got half the claws, but they're the back half. I'm not as no no wolf is like hitting me with like a drop kick. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not too afraid of the back half of a wolf. Um, if it's some lady, I'm not too. <laughs> Granted, she's she's in the wilderness. She's probably trained. She's probably buff. She's probably got like hecking heck of shoulders you know what i'm saying she's probably masculine shoulders or whatever um <laughs> uh who's listening to this right now i'd love to know that um well yeah so i guess let's move into uh we so we've got the case we've got the phenomena uh over 50 calls and i guess there was the newspaper's name in there i probably just didn't i think miss Kazik wrote it down um i was just too <laughs> i guess i was thinking it was something like the press register so I guess that was the Press Register, was the newspaper. Um, shout out to the Press Register. I need to look them up and see if they're still going. Maybe we can call someone for a comment. Uh, sorry, anyway, so we've got this case, this sighting. Uh, a couple, very, very many sightings. 
Now this could have been just a practical joke or like I said, like a, like a made up monster. Some, sometimes that was known to happen. If you haven't heard about the Hodag, that's like one of the more famous instances of someone making up a monster just for fame and attention. Um, of course, that was fun, and that kind of brought a lot of tourism into the town and everything. So maybe they were trying to do the same for the, the wolf woman. Um, even though, you know, I think the police were getting involved. Here's my here's my here's my uh, explanation for this story. Um, there was a lady who probably was, you know, had some kind of a Halloween costume or something. Um, of course, she was noted as uh, walking on all fours, and that's kind of hard to do, especially if you're like chasing some after someone from the marsh or whatever. Um, but I think it was some brave woman who decided to take her top off and run around on all fours. Maybe she was on drugs. We don't know. I think it was a prank. I think it was some lady playing a prank. That's my skeptical rationale. Of course, you know, the next likely scenario is that it was some sort of uh, feral woman or some sort of wild woman. And that's not uncommon, really. Um, there's been tons of sightings of, maybe not tons, but there's been there's definitely been accounts of women or children, specifically children, because animals um, are, well, babies of any kind of animal are uh, made to be cute, so they're harder to destroy by like an animal uh, in the wild. Like if if I was a hunter, or okay, picture I'm a caveman. The way I look is not hard to picture me as a caveman, by the way. So imagine I'm a caveman. I'm walking through the woods and I see a, a baby saber-toothed tiger. I'm sure it's got like massive eyes and it's adorable and I want to pick it up and take it home. I'm not trying to kill and eat a baby anything. First of all, not enough meat. But, you know, creatures are wild. But, you know, they're probably just looking for any kind of meal. So I think this like evolutionarily, right, like people are... Um, babies in general just throughout nature babies are, are known to be cute so they can survive just off of that alone um a, a good example is mandalorian did anyone watch that show baby yoda's in there this man's a cold-blooded killer he saw a little baby he was like oh it's cute i want to take care of it only special of course he did that force and he's probably like the next you know star wars jesus or whatever but you know he the initial like you know interest the character had was because he was a baby how did I start talking about the Mandalorian in the Alabama Wolf Woman episode? I don't know. Anyway, there um, there's several different accounts of, of kids being raised by wildlife. Um, the the one that I'm thinking of is the one from this was on the Paranormal Pastors blog. I think it's from like feralchildren.com. I have all these notes written down. Uh, it's this this case of a woman or a, a child um, being raised by wolves or. Uh, I think it was I think it was wolves. I don't think it was coyotes. But basically, they there were, there were several sightings of her, and this is actually a real account. Like they they captured her, and <laughs> this little girl was seen several times like eating goats with a pack of wolves. And they actually captured her and brought her in. Until listen to this now. This is some crazy. St this is in Texas. This is still southern, so I can I have liberty to talk about it. <laughs> I think, even though that's my one rule, just Alabama paranormal stuff. Here we are in Texas. This woman, or this little girl, I think she was probably like six or seven at the time. She howled at the moon until wolves came. Are you listening to me right now? Wolves came and attacked all the livestock of the people that had captured her. And then they caused such a crazy frenzy that she was able to knock off the, the wood plank that was you know holding her back. And she got away. That's nuts. Can you believe that? She, she has like a superpower. That's, a, that's the next Marvel movie. Wolf Girl. 
Okay, so the next time she was seen, she was holding two baby wolves in the river, and uh, she escaped before anyone could get to her. But she was probably like, oh, I think they said, they said she had to have been about 17 at that time, if the timeline worked out for her. That's nuts. So this could have happened. There could have been, I mean, I don't know what the wolf population is like in Mobile, Alabama. I probably would say it's more like a coyote or some kind of uh, large black cat, <laughs> which is another paranormal thing. Um, or, you know, Mobile's down there in like the swamp area. Uh, so I think it's more, more likely that maybe like an alligator would raise somebody, but I think alligators don't really have like, oh, baby's cute brain. They have more like, I'm going to eat that thing because I'm hungry brain. Um, I think alligators have been known to like, eat their young and stuff. Maybe not eat their young, but they carry the young around in their mouth. And that's, that's a little too close for me. Um, also look out for the two toed Tom episode <laughs> that's coming down the pipes eventually too. Alabama's got a, a tons of crazy, uh, cryptids or crazy animals at least um so the next explanation i found online was there uh there have been known to be mangy bears um and alabama is not too terribly berry there's not a whole lot of bear population in alabama but um an animal with the mange possibly a coyote with the mange or a bear if you look up bear with mange um it looks kind of like a person on all fours especially from far away and <laughs> You know, maybe she, maybe the bear had like some hair around its head or something like that. You never know. But um, obviously, people were saying she looked pretty. I think that may be like the sailor thing where they saw dugongs and said they, or manatees or dugongs, and they said they look pretty like uh, like women with fish tails. Obviously, if you see a dugong, they're one of the most disgusting looking creatures in the whole world. So I think it's just hysteria setting in. And for the sailors, it was probably some amount of not seeing a woman in a long time. So there's their brains just telling them something. Look, this this manatee, I feel bad for saying they look disgusting. They don't look disgusting. They just look dumb and gross. Okay, um, I think there's a lot of that going on in this story. Uh, especially if 50 people were there. I don't know what kind of mass hysteria was happening. You know, it, obviously like mass hysteria doesn't happen a lot. So what's more, you know, what's more likely? Someone saw a mangy bur a, <laughs> a mangy bur. Someone saw a mangy bear and thought it was a beautiful woman, or you know there was an actual w woman with the bottom half of a wolf. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. So obviously aliens could be at play here too. We don't know what aliens look like really. Uh, no one's ever. I mean, people have obviously claimed to see aliens, but. No one's ever really seen an alien in my mind. So aliens could look like whatever. Maybe they look, you know, that's kind of something that's not terribly. That's like that's like if people just didn't evolve all the way to lose hair. You know, maybe their their customs were to like lay in the <laughs> lay halfway in like a cold area, so they needed body fur on their back hand, back back hind legs or whatever. Um, there's several different things that could happen with aliens. So I don't even want to get that much into aliens, but they're always a possible explanation, guys. Aliens are out there. They may, they probably haven't visited Earth yet, but they're out there. They've got to be. And they could be pretty and hairy wolf women. We don't know. We don't know. So we can't count it out, really. Um, I picked the weirdest tangents to go on today, haven't I? Uh, let's see. What's another explanation I've got? Um, the ne the next and one of the most far far out. I think this is probably the the craziest and most paranormal. Um, answer to this question even so behind like a woman who just has a wolf behind is a werewolf mid-transformation now <laughs> 
Now, I don't think werewolves are real, but there is the Rougarou legend or the, um, you know, the, the whatever, whatever the French name for the, the werewolf is. Uh, werewolves are very common, actually, and skinwalkers are very common in Native American lore or folklore. Basically, a skinwalker is just someone that can, a person, a human being, that can take the form of an animal or a different being. So, you know, they can walk in an animal skin, um, or the Rougarou or the werewolf. I like saying Rougarou, okay? I know I know you're laughing at me saying Rougarou, but it's fun, okay? Say it to yourself right now. I'll wait. Did you say it? I said it to myself. Anyway, um, you know, they, they've been known to, I mean, it's, it's lore, it's, it's mythology. So it's not like, it's not like, it's not like Indians aren't native to Alabama. It's not like, uh, that legend wasn't here as well. We can't count that out. Um, you know, who knows what happened hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, maybe something was dormant, maybe a creature. If you believe the mythology, especially the Western mythology, uh, you know, you can't kill a werewolf without a silver bullet. So maybe there's some sort of, uh, you know, maybe there was some, they were, they were trapped. Maybe this wolf woman was like trapped under a rock or something and only her hind legs were visible to the, to the, the moon. Maybe her, her, her lower half only, you know, transformed. This is a Hollywood movie. I'm just seeing it right now. Okay, guys, whatever, whatever, um, you know, explanation we got to have alien or not myth, you know, cryptid or not, whatever we got to do. This is a great little setup for a Hollywood movie. Just, you know, maybe the <laughs> the wolf woman's not the main character. We get some kind of like, uh, maybe maybe the guy, Steven, I was talking about earlier. I, I made up the name Steven, by the way. Maybe his uh, maybe he kind of has like an affair with the wolf woman and his, uh, his wife's not all too happy about it. And the conflict of the movie is... <laughs> The conflict of the movie—it's like a cheating. It's like a cheating uh, movie. It's—it's it's about like the man choosing between his his uh, wolf. Honestly, no one's gonna choose a woman with a wolf's behind. I'm sorry. Even if she's got the front top half of a woman, like she would have to be some sort of like vixen. She would have to have some kind of siren song to get this man over. This would be a weird movie. And I think uh, the movie Cats just came out. I don't think the nation's ready for any kind of human animal movies for like a long, long time. So. You know, I'm looking in the wrong direction here. That's <laughs> uh, so stupid. Uh, I hope I hope this episode doesn't turn everyone off um, from this podcast. Maybe the next time... I just wanted to experiment also. I just wanted to see if I could hold an episode together by myself. Obviously, I cannot. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I thought it was fun. I had fun doing the research. There wasn't a whole, whole lot. It's not like I'm researching Bigfoot here, but I think the... Uh, the the legend and like the, the the famous newspaper clipping those are all things to to kind of work off of and this is a cool story uh, it's unique to Alabama I don't know of any more uh, wolf woman or you know just besides like this typical like skinwalker or werewolf legends I don't think there's any kind of there's nothing really like you know half woman half wolf there's half woman half horse half woman half fish not not a wolf. I've never heard of a wolf before. I think that's that's um, interesting. So so there's the legends. Uh, believe it or not, there you go. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Paranormal Alabama. 
Once again, I could not do it without your support and without you listening to the episodes. So thank you guys so much. Um, if you want to reach out to me on social media, it's Paranormal AL on Twitter. That's Paranormal Alabama on Instagram, and it's the Facebook page Paranormal Alabama. Um, if you got a paranormal tale to tell me, uh, email it on in at paranormalalabamapod at gmail.com. That's Paranormal Experiences in Alabama, or, um, you know, maybe if you don't, you know, if you just want to talk, you just want to hang out or something, or, you know, it's a little lonely in the Paranormal Alabama POD pod. <laughs> Do y'all get what I'm saying? It's paranormalalabamapod at gmail.com. It's getting a little lonely in the inboxes. Anyway, remember to reach out on social media or some kind and let me know how you thought I did on this episode by myself. Um, I was kind of nervous to post it, but, you know, like I said earlier in the episode, like really, really early in the episode, I think it was fun and I had a lot of, a lot of fun doing it. So, um, you know, so I, it, success in my mind. Um, anyway, next week, I'm not exactly sure what we're going to do, uh, but tune on in. I'll do I have something ready for you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Hope everyone's okay. I know there's some bad tornadoes in Alabama this week. Anyway, remember to stay safe and keep your eyes wide open. Mm-hmm.